0: ComC.com is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 24 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC.com account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. ComC is excited to welcome collectors to our booth in person at the 2021 National Sports Collectors Convention. It's taking place from July 28th to August 1st at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Chicago. At this year's event, we'll be doing free live box breaks, live industry panels, autograph signings, and much more. Come visit COMC at Booth 624. To stay updated with ComC and our events at the National, please follow us on social media at Checkout My Cards, one word on all platforms. To learn more about the exciting changes being made at ComC, please visit blog.comC.com. listening to the wax pack hero sports card minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello everybody and welcome to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. I just got back yesterday from spending a week up on the shores of Lake Michigan with the family for a little vacation. And we had a lot of fun just getting away, relaxing, spending some time at the beach, spending some time swimming in the lake, and just really just decompressing a little bit. And I had a great time, and I'm glad I had a chance to do that. And one of the other things I got to do is go visit the sports card shop at MoCo in person. I got a chance to meet... Face to face with Rex, Max, and Owen, and picked up a few cards there. I picked up some 1987 Fleer basketball stickers, as well as a 1982 Red Lobster Chicago Cubs team set. Kind of a fun oddball set. I love those oddballs, as you know, and was able to pick that up at the sports card shop at MoCo. It was great to meet them and look forward to seeing them in person again here in a few weeks at the National. Well, I'm also happy to be back. And I'm happy to be doing this episode today. A few weeks ago, I put out a call to everybody saying, what questions do you have for me? I would love to do a mailbag episode and answer some questions directly from some of the followers on Facebook and Twitter. And you guys responded and sent in some questions, and I am going to be covering those today. But first, I'm going to give a shout out to Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by collectors for collectors. They break new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night, and you can find out what they're breaking this week at udogcollect.com, and you can actually watch some of those breaks live and in person if you go to their new brick and mortar shop in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's near the University of Tennessee campus. It's in University Commons near the Publix. So check out udogcollect.com to see the online breaks and then check out their brick and mortar shop as well. And when you do, tell them that Wax Pack Hero sent you. All right, let's start digging into some of these questions. First up is a question from DanimalDanBell on Twitter. He says, what does your PC look like? We know you've been doing the vintage top sets, but what else? That's a good question. So my PC is a bit varied, right? I've got stuff from when I was a kid, and most of that is in binders. And so that's where I've got several hundred, probably over a thousand at this point, different Jordan cards. I've got a binder full of cubs that span all eras from the 50s to current. I've got some football. Uh, binders that have a lot of the key rookie cards and kind of a representative of some of the stars from the different eras throughout you know time from from back in the 60s up through modern. And I've got a bunch of complete sets. I've I've tried for a while. I was putting a lot of sets together. I was trying to acquire sets I didn't have. I've got a lot of different sets. I don't try to get as many different new sets now. I'm really kind of focused on one or two sets per year. In the different sports, but I've got a lot of older sets as well that are in my PC. And as far as what I've been tracking down now is for new additions to the PC, there's been a focus on some vintage basketball as well as. Some oddball sets. I love picking up oddball sets from the different sports and also wrestling. Some oddball wrestling food issue sets. Some of those Canadian issue sets. And I've been gradually adding some new wrestling sets to the PC. And that's really been kind of the focus. You know, I'm still finishing off a few 7-Eleven discs that I need and some stuff like that. But, But really, uniqueness is kind of what I'm focused on now. Next up is a question from Rex from the sports card shop at MoCo. Like I said, I just got done meeting Rex and his boys in person when I was on vacation. He's got a question here that says, are there any particular sports sets or cards that you're looking to acquire at the National? And yeah, we're a month away from the National. There's not probably not going to be an episode that goes by up to this point that we're not touching on the National from now through the end of July. Yes, I do have a couple cards that I'm going to be looking for at the National this year. And two of them in particular are two of the three Dr. J rookies that are in the 1972-73 top set. Those are the last two cards I need to complete that set. So I'll be looking for a couple good deals on those Dr. J cards i will also be looking for anybody that's got some 1988 or 1989 quaker dips wrestling cards from the back of those Quaker dips boxes i'm down to four cards that i need for the 88 set and four cards i need for the 89 set so those are probably two of the biggest ones that i'll be looking for as well as some of the final cards i need for the 80 81 tops basketball set I've been building that set in individual panels, like I think I mentioned in one of the previous episodes. I'm not getting the three-card panel uh, complete cards. I'm looking for them in single cards that I can put in those tobacco card pages. And I'm down to only needing a handful of cards from that set too. I believe one of the Larry Bird rookies uh, is is one of the final cards I need and maybe one of the magics because there's a, a couple of those in there. And I, I'm just down to a handful of those. I've got some in the mail. That's why I'm not sure exactly which ones I still need, but I will have that list complete and ready to go. But those three um, kind of broad sets, the the, I guess four, the 80, 81 basketball, 72, 73, tops with Dr. J and the two different Quaker dip sets are what I'll be looking to complete at the national this year. And then from that, from then on, I'll be looking to see just what other kind of oddball sets I come across, what kind of other food issue sets I come across. Those are going to be really my, my primary focuses. Next is a question from Bernie Williams collector. He says, if you post a sticker price on a card, are you expecting a buyer to haggle and negotiate? And the answer to that question is yes. Whether I am posting something online or whether I'm posting something in person at the shop, I expect there to be some haggling and negotiation when it comes to selling cards. I think that is just part of dealing in cards, part of the card industry is haggling and negotiation. Now, I try to price my cards competitively. I am in the business to sell cards and move cards, I'm not in the business to have a museum. And so, I will often price my cards to sell, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to negotiate. Sometimes I'm willing to take more off than others. It kind of depends. You know, some people don't like on eBay, for instance, if I don't accept an offer. People complain if they make an offer on a card and... They and the seller is not willing to discount it very much. Well, sometimes that's because I'm willing to discount it a whole lot more if you're buying five or six or seven cards instead of just that one card. But I wanna have that option and flexibility in there for you. But to, to answer the question succinctly, yes, when I post a price, whether online or in person, I am expecting there be an opportunity for negotiation. It's very, very rare that I am hard priced on a card that I'm not willing to to sell it. 99% of the time, I'm willing to have a conversation about the price. Tom Gibson asks a question. He says, what strategies should low-end PWE eBay sellers be engaged with with eBay sales slowing down? Stay the course, drop prices, sell stamps instead, yell about how unfair it is to everyone on Twitter. I like that yeah so there's a few things that you can do if you're starting to see your sales um, stagnate a little bit and you know you hit on a couple of those right first first of all yes i think you should stay the course i think there's always going to be ebbs and flows but that doesn't mean that you should get out if you're committed to this stay the course ride it out and you're gonna do fine drop some prices sure i mean you want to make sure that you are priced competitively. If there are other people that have the same cards as you and they're selling them cheaper, then yeah, you know, you you're, you're going to be you're going to be at a disadvantage if you're not priced competitively. So if that means you need to lower your prices a little bit to stay competitive, then do that. If your goal is to move cards. If you don't need the money right away and you think that things are going to rebound or that the inventory of of cards that are underneath you on eBay are going to sell through quickly and you'll be beat, back to having the lowest price soon, then you can ride it out that way a little bit as well. Um, The other thing that I would say is, you know, the eBay standard envelope process saves money, right? It, It adds tracking and it reduces your postage. Yet there are still people I see post on social media every day that don't understand how that works. They don't want to take the time to learn how that works. And they're putting themselves at a disadvantage because they're having to charge more for postage or their profit margin is lower if they offer free shipping if they're not using the ebay standard envelope service so please use that that will also give you the best opportunity to get things in people's hands at the lowest price and give you the most return that you can get on those cards so use ebay standard envelopes that would be another option but really it's it's about buying at a right price so that you can charge a low price still make the margin that you need get it in people's hands cheaper and and move on from there so yeah there's still a ton of money to be made selling low-end cards using pwe whether it is direct on social media whether it is on ebay whether it's on sport lots there's still a lot of room for profit with low end PWE cards and I will continue to to talk about the benefits of selling that and those types of cards. And the final question that we're going to cover today comes from Shawnee Mac. He says, "Do you think that we'll be entering a junk slab era with all of the graded cards that will be hitting the market?" And my answer to that question is yes for some cards. I mean last winter when I posted the episode about grading and my thoughts on grading, one of those cautions that I had for people is all of the cards being graded and the multiples being given to base cards where there are thousands and thousands of copies graded even at 9.5s and 10s and that caution was there's nothing unique about your card. There are thousands of copies of that card graded in very high grades. And thousands more that are just as nice looking that are raw. And so be careful about paying a a big multiple on those graded base cards and those cards that have a huge population. So yes, I think for those types of cards, there will be a junk slab era and we're already starting to see some of the high prices come down on some of those graded base cards and those cards that are not unique or special because there's plenty of them out there. I don't know that we're going to have a junk slab era for rare cards or for vintage cards or some of those things that need some authenticity. I think we're still going to see some correction because the multiples given to all graded cards were super high over the last year or two. But I don't think it's going to be junk slab type of, of a situation for vintage cards or rare, unique cards that need that authentication. I think the junk slab stuff is going to be what we had when we had people buying boxes of prism and sending every single card in to get graded. Or we had people buying up a whole bunch of junks, junk wax era rookies and sending in hundreds of the same junk wax era rookie to get graded to try to get those those high grades. That's the type of stuff that I think we're going to have, you know, title junk slab type stuff.
1: The Sports Card Shop at MoCo is your small town local shop with a global reach. Conveniently located in New Buffalo, Michigan. We're an easy drive for most residents in Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and Ohio. Come see us every Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 5 and Sundays from 12 to 5. Want to shop from the comfort of your home? Give us a call at 269-269. 469 0140, or visit our website at the sports card Shop at moco.com or our Facebook page. Major credit cards and PayPal accepted, and we ship anywhere in the world. We're an authorized dealer for both panini and tops, with new sealed wax from both arriving weekly. And yes, we have PSA and SGC graded cards and over a quarter of a million singles in stock. Be sure to follow us and turn on notifications for posts to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you don't miss out on new arrivals. The Goacher family has been serving this community for over a decade. So stop by or visit us at the sports card shop at moco.com.
0: Well, I had fun doing this mailbag episode. We'll have to do it again sometime in the future. I hope you enjoyed hearing the answers to those questions. If you've got any questions for me, feel free to reach out on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram or any of the other social media platforms as well. I would love to interact. I'd love to answer your questions and help you out in any way that I can. Well, that is all I've got for you this week, so I'll catch you next time.